drop it on another topic. Yo, man, I'm really um, I'm vibing out today. You know, as me, I'm, I'm constantly doing these trips, going back and forth to different areas, taking care of business. I was really thinking about maybe changing the way I, I format these podcasts to, like, car combos. Um, because if you ain't know, I'm so busy as an individual. The only time I really get to do these podcasts is when I'm traveling. Um, and I'm traveling a lot. Like, really, like, I, I probably hitting between three to four states within a week. So, um, it's hard for me to sit down in a location and do the podcast. So, I might be changing it up to maybe something around, like, car combos or something around hip-hop. I don't know. Um, it's still up in the air. But, um, but today's episode, like, I really feel like I'm gonna vibe out. I feel like it's a good episode. Some good topics we're gonna break down. Some good facts all centered around hip-hop, like I always like to say, um, and I was really thinking about it, like, yo, what would be a cool topic to really, like, dive deep into, and, um, I think what I was, I was, I heard something around, it was the All-Star Week, and Chris Brown, he couldn't play, they took him out of the All-Star Week for some of, well, we all know why they got taken out, he, he got a stain on him ever since that Rihanna, um, incident, and honestly, it's probably never gonna, he probably never gonna bounce back from it. It sucks, um, but what really got me to thinking is, yo, let let's look have a conversation around like sports and hip hop, right? Um, and I know Chris Brown's an R and B singer, but when you think about sports and hip hop, it has had such a cool dynamic like relationship, right? And like you could just think about it, like from Biggie, uh, Biggie's line and Ready to Die when he says. Uh, back in the in back in the days, actually, when he says uh, the streets is a short stop, either you sling crack rock or you got a wicked jump shot. Those were the only two options, and then you got rap, right? So drug dealer playing any sport or rapping was like the outlets, and now it's like they just skipping the whole sports thing and they going right to rap. So I was like, yo, what's a cool conversation for us to break down? And I'm like. How has sports played such a cool role in this art form that we call hip-hop and rap? And it really has a cool dynamic in um, one aspect, right? Like, you could think back to, like, I was, like, really debating on how many artists came through the game that had this concept of, like, bringing and allowing hip-hop to play such a cool role within it. You can look back to, like, the tribe with Fife Dog constantly saying rap lines like, Bo knows this and Bo knows that. But Bo don't, Bo don't know Jack because Bo can't rap, right? Fife Dog was always one of those MCs that constantly was putting out, like, rap and sports lyrics. I think he's probably, like, the most notable artist I could think of that was using those punchlines within rap. Now, Joe Buttons had a few. I remember Joe Buttons said a line was, like, one of the hardest punchlines. And even to this day, I always bring it up. When people be coming at Joey's head, it's like, oh, he, you know, Joey, all he had was pump it up. And I'm like, nah, Joey was a dumb, nice rapper when it came to, like, the bar game. And it was a freestyle he had when he said a sports line. And Joey was always cool with the slick sports line. But he said, um, shooters coming fatigue like Culver. And I was like, at first I didn't catch it. And I know a lot of y'all still ain't really catch it. Unless, so I'm going to repeat it so you can just like, hear the punchline. He says, shooters come in fatigue like Corva. So when you hear it, you're like, oh, like, yeah, my shooters come in army fatigues and shit like that. 
But when you go back to it and you think about how the Hawks was laid out and Teague, Jeff Teague played on the team. So when he said shooters coming for Teague like Culver, Culver would always come in the game for Teague. But when he said it like shooters coming for Teague like Culver, it was like one of those punchlines that you just like you constantly was like a hot sports line. And he had other ones, too. I remember he had a line. It was like a John Wall line. And he said, I'm not Gilbert. I never met a wall I couldn't conquer. And it was like, yo, because at the time, you know, uh, Gilbert Arenas was on the, on the Wizards. And John Wall came on the team. And he basically took his position. And it was like one of those hard punchlines. And Joey was, to me, one of the hardest rappers when he came to the punchlines using the rap lyrics, right? Um, and then we also can look at Fab. Like, Fab, I see, like, Fab really came in the game with the jersey movement, like, rocking the jerseys. He basically changed the dynamics of that jersey. Now, yes, you got G-Unit, you had other groups that were doing it, but nobody had the jersey game like Fab. Fab was one of the hardest with the jersey game, and Fab had his punchlines here and there with sports, but, like, his jersey game was on point. He had us all wearing jerseys until, you know, Hove came out and said, I don't wear jerseys, I'm 30-plus. Give me a fresh PA jeans, nigga, button up. And it was like, ah, jerseys is out. But, like, that was, like, the dynamic when you thought about, like, how sports and punchlines and rappers. But the cool relationship between sports and rappers, that's, like, a whole nother element of, like, rappers playing sports and then, uh, um, uh, athletes rapping, right? And one of the probably no- most notable athlete rapping you could think of is Shaq. Shaq, man, you can't say nothing about this dude. This dude is like, you go, you could do a whole series podcast just on Shaq, um, just dynamically how many businesses he owns from like Forever 21 to like Marilyn Monroe State to the Papa John's to the General. Like, you can go down a list of them. But one thing that uh, Shaq had that a lot of rappers wasn't really like touching him with was he could be he could kill it in the rap game in in the athlete game playing for the Magic the Lakers so on, but also he killed it in the rap game. And I remember like the first track I heard um, from Shaq was like my biological didn't uh, didn't care or something like that. But I remember hearing him on mixtapes, man. He had tracks with. Biggie, he had tracks with, like, you could go down a list of the rappers and athletes and people that Shaq did songs with, and I was on listening to a K-Slay, and I remember Shaq got on that shit, like, Shaq D's are from the bricks, like, it was like one of these hard rhymes, and he was just, like, just an overall ill when it came to the bar game, like, I'm not gonna say he was the best rapper in the world, but he was connected with so many rappers because they wanted to get, get touched into that athlete world, and he... He was like the he's the only athlete to ever go platinum. Like that could say a lot about who Shaq was as a rapper. So Shaq definitely um but you could even go down a line of other people like let's think about like athletes, no rappers who became athletes. And one that comes to mind is definitely Master P. Master P made it to the NBA. Like you could like you could knock all the shit you want to say about Master P, but from a businessman to the ventures uh to every like he has from gas stations to record labels to clothing lines to like he master p is a jack of so much he has so many trades he mastered so many different skill sets 
and he really wanted to play in the NBA. He actually made it to the NBA, so you can't say nothing about Master P. And his son, Little Romeo, even on that side, was killing it. Um, he was a nice baller, too, so definitely Master P as an athlete. I would say, like, the highest level you could get would be, like, the NBA. I don't know any rappers that made it to the NFL, but, like, Master P made it to the NBA. But then we have other, like, a laundry list of these rappers, and it was, like, from everybody, from Cam, like, and even, like, the podcast world, right? Cam and Mace got, you know, um, uh, they, they podcast, um, and their podcast, you don't, you forget about how good both of them were in basketball because that's how they met each other. And, like, Cam was playing this, the, like, national games for for the uh, city of New York. You know what I mean? He was one, a really dope basketball player even to this day. He can still hoop. Um, Gilly the Kid, another one of those. Like, Gilly, Gilly be talking on a million dollars worth of game like really nobody, rappers, anybody fucking with him in the basketball arena. Now, it would be dope to see a few of these rappers get, like, balling against them. Like, I would love to see some of them, but you could definitely, like, give a lot of shout-outs to Gilly for what he did when it comes to the sports world. Um, even other artists, like, one cool thing is, like, I seen a track the other day with uh, KD, right, Kevin Durant, and he was rapping with Stolly. And that's like, well, Kevin Durant getting into this rap game because a lot of the rappers now on on one side is really trying to do, like, a lot of the athletes, I guess, the basketball players is really trying to do this rap thing, like, from Dame Dollar, you can keep going down the line, but, like, uh, Kevin Durant, he got a new song out with Stolly, and he's rapping on it, and it's also, like, in a weird way, you're going to look at it like, oh, well, definitely... Kevin Durant, I'm going to see him doing things on a different level when it comes to this, uh, like this rap game after basketball, I think, or he just messing around with it. And I actually seen a, a picture of him in the studio with 38 Splash, and a, and he was in the studio also with like a Ransom, so I don't know if he's going to be doing more songs, but like getting back to the Stolly, though, Stolly's one of these artists that you got to get a lot of respect to. Cool, crazy thing about Stolly, Stolly was a dumb good basketball player coming out of Ohio. He actually played against uh, LeBron when he was playing basketball coming out of Ohio. I think he played for uh, Miami of Ohio, or um, he definitely played basketball in Ohio, and um, he got injured, right? He was, he could have probably, I don't know if he made it to the NBA, but he was no slouch when he came to the basketball game. So Stolly's one of these artists that you definitely got to give a lot of respect to when it comes to this sports arena and this sports game, um, and he's doing his tracks with KD, so it's a lot of other, like, art, like, you can see, like, oh, well, Stolly probably ain't even trash like that when it comes to basketball if he get features with KD, but, um, but then you could also think about other artists, like, from Davies to J. Cole, like, they play Davies was at Towson, um, J. Cole was at St. John's, I actually was at St. John's when J. Cole was there, right, I've stayed a real short stint at St. John's, but I was there at the time, so, J. Cole is one of these artists that definitely was a hooper, and I think he actually created, like, he's part of, like, I don't know if it's Canada or Africa, or he was actually playing basketball over there, so, like, J. Cole's really, really good at basketball. Um, you could think of, like, 2 Chains and the Migos, right? Um, they're great. Like, those 2 Chains were one of the real dope at basketball. He did his thing. I think he played for uh, the University of Alabama. Um, but yo, Two Chains was doing his thing, right? So you could definitely think about that. Um, another other artists, not just basketball, right? You got uh, uh, Plies. Plies was um, good in sports. Um, I think I forget. I, my Plies, he was really one of these artists that you don't even think about 
being really cool like that at um in sports, but he didn't play basketball. Plobs was really good at football, right? And he played for Ohio. Um and he was a receiver, so definitely you gotta get shots out to Plobs. But if you really think about it, Nelly, yo, Nelly was could have made it to the major league, right? He's another one of those artists. Like Af- rappers was really doing a thing in the sports game, sports arenas, just as much as the uh the athletes was doing anything in a rap game, but um, it's a lot of artists you don't think about as much, but they did. They have done their thing. Um, other artists you could think about, definitely. Um, I heard it. I don't know how much of it is true, but Rick Ross, he was another one of those people who played football and did his thing. Fonte, another one of these rappers, Fonte from Little Brother. He was actually a rapper who played um, football. I think he was a lineman, um, and he did his thing. I don't know if he played for... Uh, A&T, but, you know, the whole Little Brother movement, I'm going to do a whole other podcast on what the North Carolina movement did, but, you know, Fonte was, did his thing in football, but if you really want to get more into the depths of it, you could think about people like um, 50 Cent, man, 50 Cent was Golden Glove, like 50 Cent could have been a dumb, nice boxer, right, um, the crazy thing is 50 Cent around his way, they called him Boo because he was knocking motherfuckers out, so, like, you got to give a lot of respect to 50 Yo, 50 definitely did his thing in the sports game. That's probably why he always be saying all that crazy stuff about, um, like, Mayweather and stuff. Because 50 know how to box, too. So, it's like a whole different level when it comes to a lot of sports players. Another person that you would probably be shocked was dumb good in uh, sports was Wale. Wale was a really good running back, you know. So, it's like a really a crazy connection between all of them. But even when you look into, like, different elements of, like, fashion and like how rappers they, they made it rappers might have not been tied directly to the sport but the fashion that transcended from how athletes wanted to dress like rappers and rappers want to dress like athletes the first group that comes to the mind is michigan state man with the fat five with chris weber Jalen rose like you know um that was like one of the dopest teams and they came to the court young freshmen's Long shorts, black socks, they was ready. UNLV is another squad that had that whole fashion tied around athletes and tied around, like, hip-hop. And you can think about it even more of, like, NWA rocking the Raiders hats and stuff like that. So you got so much ties to just the way that rappers dynamically changed the way that artists was really um, touching the athletes and touching that sports world. So there's so many different artists, there's so many different fashions, and there's so many different people who did their thing. That's why I'm like, I'm always amazed when you see it. Like, even the rappers, like, back in the day, like, Kobe had rap songs, and, like, Iverson. Iverson was the closest rapper, I would, the closest athlete, I would say, that could bridge the both the worlds, man. And those worlds come from the streets, yo. Like, that is the crazy, like, it's a direct depiction of the neighborhoods we grow up in. So, but Iverson was the coolest. When you think about Iverson coming with the jerseys, right? He was rocking the throwback jerseys with the big chains. Every rapper, every basketball player, every athlete wanted to be like Allen Iverson when it came to the fashion. And he brought that mindset into the NBA. He was just one of those cool players. And, like, when you think about it, when he did the the, the the commercial with Jada Kiss, that was what just touched it off. And like, and you can think about like how the dynamics of things. Like that was the commercial with Jada Kiss right around the time of the AM One mixtapes when rappers was rapping on the AM One mixtapes. But one of the coolest, I would say, the coolest relationships that 
that I love from the 90s when it came to two an athlete and a rapper connecting on a different level had to be the boxing world with Pac and Tyson. Man, when Mike Tyson would come out with Tupac rapping, ambitions of a rider, it was just a different level, yo. So that was one of those things, like, you had to be there to see it. Like, oh, yo, for the our young cats, they ain't, didn't get to see him. Um, in the 90s, when they when Tyson used to come out with Pac, definitely go watch some old videos because it was just a different level. Like, you got to respect it, and you're going to definitely love it because that was how dope it was, you know, in so many different levels. So definitely, man, like, when you think about how the athletes and the rappers and everybody connected, it just allowed us to really know that we were one big community, athletes and rappers, man. And, um... And, like, you think back to what Biggie said, man, either you slinging rock or got a wicked jump shot, or you doing hip-hop. I don't know if you want to say that's the next line, but it got to be that way now because the way that the athletes and the rappers are still connecting is, like, the dopest thing that you got to see. And if you get a chance to check out more of these athletes, more of these rappers coming together on songs, we're going to see more tracks with, like, KD and Style. We might even see other rappers getting on tracks with uh, hip-hop artists. I'm definitely looking forward to it, um, you know what I mean? But it was one of those things, like, you definitely got to enjoy it. Um, and it's, like, cool dynamics that I like. I love seeing when I see these athletes and these rappers come together on, like, like tr- songs and doing things. Um, so that's definitely um, my viewpoint on this whole topic around athletes and, and, um, and rappers and how it was, like, the cool dynamics, yo. So I really hope... You enjoyed it, man. I hope you vibed out to it. As always, you can definitely check us out every Friday, dropping at 7. Let me break it down, all types of hip-hop facts. This episode was just on how the rappers connected with the athletes, so I really hope you enjoyed it. Um, and if you definitely enjoyed it, definitely subscribe. Watch our videos on um, YouTube and the whole and everything, you know what I mean? But, um, like, definitely, as always, man, respect the grind, not the poser. Rhythm and coach poetry is the culture, and in due time, we're going to take over. Peace.